This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. We love a Sunday special, right? We love a Sunday special. Jared, we are two days away from the release of 37 and Single. It's very exciting. I can't believe we're like... I can't believe it's happening. I, I'm just like... I can. I can. It's been a long time coming. Long time coming. I get emotional thinking about it. I'm excited for people to see it. I'm like, you know, nervous. I haven't seen it myself in a long time. Right. <laughs> you know, like, it's been a while for me. Yeah, I, I haven't the, seen it in a while either. Right, yeah, the but material... I remember, I, would, I, I remember loving it. So. Well, that, that's important to me. Yes. I think the P... You know... It's uh, it's it's standups very personal, you know. It's very like you know, you go work on it night after night. You try to fix it, make it all perfect, and then it's weird because I've never had something written in ink, as mm. as you say with the internet, everything's in ink. You know, when a standup special's out, I can't change those jokes. I can't perform it again. It's done. The material's over. It's a phase of life. It's a snapshot of being thirty-seven and single. They, that is exactly what the special is. A moment and in time. A moment in time. Yeah. And again, if you, I would love for everyone here to watch it and share it. Um, I'm asking. Uh, I would love that. Um, Put it on your story. We will repost. We'll repost. Tag us. Uh, do whatever you can. I want to see it trending. I want in that top ten American shows. Like I, that. That's a possibility, right? Now, sitting here today, taping this, it's like it's weird because it's like, you know, you know, when you're waiting for something and then. You're like now it's all hope and dreams, you know that you when know, you're about to find out, right? Yeah. I, this is the exciting moment. This is the, probably the moment of life that I'll look back on and be like, "What an amazing time!" So, and then Tuesday rolls around and it's reality time. It's going to be so great. I, savor the moment. I'm savoring. It's going to be incredible. I'm so happy. Thank you. I and I'm pumped. We're doing it together. It's a Betches production. It, we yeah, it's a big. This is our this is Betches first um, Netflix production too. So huge for us. There we go. Yeah. So everyone support. You know we you know Betches Jordana myself. This is we're asking for the the OKPs the original key players the listeners here get involved watch it stream it share it share it please let people know you will know. not be disappointed you will not there's a, and again it's 37 and single if you're single if you're in your 30s if you're in your 20s if you're in your 40s it is all the frustrations and stuff we talk about here even you know? if you've, even if you're not single if you've ever been single right right yeah, which I would hope some of you guys it, have. well even if, right and if you're a married person that deals with their single friends a lot of it's about that. It's for everyone. It's really for everyone. everyone. I, you know, like, and some people, you know, they look down on a broad, relatable comic. I am a, bro I don't look down on it. That is who I am, broad and relatable. And I'm okay. My, sh I'm as broad as my shoulders. As my, yeah. my, my, is that, my, is that anyone's actual personal stance? I hate broad, relatable comics. Well, that's <laughs> comics. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they go, oh, it's a little, you know, but I think, you know, the, the I was going to say that's a very niche group to hate. <laughs> right. 
People, you know, the, the people that think that they're on the inside, you know, okay. like they kind of do the, but I like being broad and relatable. I like when bits kill and when people are, you know, laughing in their seat, you know, falling over. Like, I, I don't want the, oh, that was a good one. I want the, right. like, I you want, want I, peeing in your pants. I want, with I want wet panties. Yes. That's my. And this uh, special will give you that. That's right. So check it out. Um, and otherwise, I'm on the road. I'm going to be in Raleigh, Lexington. I got tour dates, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Jordan, what's going on with you? I've, I've said enough about me. Enough about me. Enough about you. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Oversharing. Uh, oh, we got oversharing. Check it out. We're going to have you on for um, for the show. It'll be. I, on, I think it'll be out uh, on Tuesday. Love it. I'm on yeah. the podcast rounds, so to speak. Yeah. Doing all the Betches podcasts, uh, chiming in, so to speak. So, yeah. if, if, man, if someone hates, you know, had listened and hates me, they're going to be that guy where people are complaining. He's on every show. Doesn't, can't anyone get their own original guest? It's going to be you. Not this week. Yes. Sorry. It's um, going to be great. So it's going to be great. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier. And I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. 
What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You know I'm really excited about? Our new game. Great game. Petty uh, or prudent? Um, I'm loving this game. I'm yeah. loving this game because every time I read it, I'm like, it brings me, like, we have one today that yeah. is like, I was immediately like, what do I think? You know, like, I was excited by the... The, the the answer the answer you know right. like you go the stories are i i guess i didn't realize i am such a person after a breakup to disappear gone <laughs> not say a word like a ghost in the night <laughs> right <laughs> leave the wife Just, uh, leave the kids into the fog <laughs> gone uh, i'm just not someone built for drama Okay. So when I read these, I'm like, these people are fucking going for it. I am the opposite. I live for drama. Yeah. Um, and I will not disappear. After I want you. Yes, I will be around. You know, it will be talked about for ages. Right. Yeah. On a public p- podcast. Anywhere I can. Anywhere. You anywhere. Can. Shouting it from the rooftop. The, so yes, I relate. You know. A lot more to that. Do we want to get into it? If you have one that you want to send in, UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. And again, the game is like, you go through a breakup. You do. We love the real ones, too. The real ones are are great. Those are the ones we want. The, yes. Yeah, this is... Uh, you go through a breakup. You do something after the breakup. Is it petty? You're kind of like being an asshole, trying to get back at them in some way. Or is it prudent? Had to be done. Had to be done. Had to be done. Let's. You want me to read this one? Yeah, let's do it. Petty or prudent? Hi, guys. Love this new segment. Selfishly, because I had a recent breakup and want or need the commiseration. So petty or prudent? They give you an item passed on from X to X. Backstory. While dating my ex-boyfriend, he had a kettle. Le Crusette, if that matters. That's expensive. It is? Yeah, it's an expensive brand. I've heard of it before for some reason. It's on like every person's wedding registry. So he had a Le Crusette kettle yeah i want to see how much that is yeah and what does it look like and is it a electric kettle I've no seen those. i think it's like probably this a is like kettle. a stove top yeah i think it's like an kettle. old yeah it's an aesthetic this is a how much do you think a tea kettle cost oh that's beautiful um i think a tea kettle costs oh you already saw it i didn't see oh, i didn't okay. see um that looks like it costs 50 bucks 115 dollars Told you it was an expensive brand. Yeah, and it has like the yeah. look of like old meets new type of deal. Yes, it's a it's a it's a vibe. It's it's on it's on uh, a lot of registries. Right. I mean, when yeah. you but when it's, it's called Lake Crusette, yeah. you know that adds another like fifty bucks. Yeah, I registered for a cheaper tea kettle, but now that I'm relooking at it, you know, it looks I good. Screw, maybe I screwed up. Yeah. Okay, so that he used sometimes, although he has also an electric kettle. Okay, because so he has the electric kettle. He's got the Lake Crusette. For the I days loves, that he wants to have loves a tea. Guy, <laughs> guy loves a little boiling water. When I he might be in boiling water after Ooh, we're done with him. Yeah. Just in case you forgot, he was a comedian. Stand-up That's comedian. right. You can get more of those funnies on Thirty Seven and Single Netflix, August fifteenth. Set your reminder. Set the reminder. An alarm. S- an alarm. No, there's a reminder on Netflix. You oh, can add it to your okay. queue. Uh, yeah, Jordana, did you do this yet? No, I didn't. I, oh I didn't even, know, I didn't even weird, know this was possible. You're working against me. Just, I'm never going to forget that your special <laughs> is out on the 15th. I know, I know. It would take. 
Ah! It would take a traumatic head injury for me to forget that, right. ne- that August 15th on Netflix is where your special the is. The best living. day of the year. Yeah, it's the best day of the year. As opposed to the worst day. No one will forget my birthday or August 15th. Exactly. Okay, so when I asked if he had, why he had a stovetop one, he said that his ex brought it over and would use it. She herself got it from her ex when that guy moved cities. When they eventually broke up, she told him to keep it. Fast forward to our breakup. He dumped me. Two months after, we met up to get some final closure. <laughs> Two months later. Oh, my God. For final closure, and he brought the kettle to give me, saying he wanted to keep the tradition going. I told him to give it to his next ex. So, was that petty? Prudent? I guess the question goes both ways for him and I. Best kettle baggage. What do you think? I think it was prudent of her to say, give it to your next ex. Right. It's actually <laughs> insane for him to go meet for closure to bring two it, months later and to bring it. And he it? broke up with her. Right. So it, would like, be, it would be kind of funny if she broke up with him and it was his way of showing no hard feelings. We broke up. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad at you. Take the kettle. Totally he, agree. Right. And also just if it was at his apartment, like if the fact that he brought it with him, like, yeah. I leave the house and I'm like, I need to shed shit. Like, I don't want to carry things around all day. Okay. <laughs> so the idea that he, like, if she was at his apartment, she goes, this isn't going to work for me. I'm ending it with you. And then on her way out, he goes, take the kettle. That's different. Right. If it's her. If yeah, it's her, her doing the breaking up. If it's him breaking up at her, I guess if she came to his apartment, he's breaking up with her. I just think he should go. And then the conversation gets funny at some point, you know, when you're in a breakup right, and then he there's said like, it as a joke. And then she's like, the Oh kettle, yeah. I'll actually, she's like, actually I do want the kettle. And then she Can I have took, it? Right. Yeah. And then she took it. I would go, that's all fine and dandy. Sure. That could, that could happen in a world. Hypothetically. In a, hypothetically. Yes, yes. The idea. Let's get together. It's been two months. Yeah. She probably asked for the closure. Right. He's not asking. Usually it's not the dumper that's like, I would like just to one more reminder that I made the right decision. Do you want to meet for coffee? It's always the dumpy who wants the closure meal. Hey, can you meet me? I just need to get a little bit of closure. I want to see your face so I remember why I'm happy to be not dating you. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's not going that way. I agree. Yeah. But her going, hey, can we meet for closure? I need to talk to you. And then him showing up, what would you think when he has this giant kettle in his hand? It would, I think it's you're insulting. an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Right. I also want your fucking kettle so I can rem- be reminded of the guy who broke up with me all the time. I don't even, call, I wouldn't call it petty on his part, but I would call it. It's, it's uh, right. I, I thought the same thing. Reading the situation incorrectly. Insensitive. I think it's insensitive. insensitive. It's, yeah. It's like, how much did you. Do you know this? Like, I'm hurt by this. Like, I'm asking right. for closure. Two months later, you're bringing a gag gift. Exactly. Yeah. And I think she handled it perfectly. She said, uh, give it to your next ex. Right. But I just I'm thinking of her at like a like a like a food court sitting at a table waiting for him. Then all of a sudden she sees him waltzing over with a huge fucking ceramic <laughs> kettle in his hand. Like, what an asshole. It is expensive, though. She could do what the last petty or prudent person did and sell it on uh, uh, Poshmark. <laughs> I don't know if Poshmark takes tea kettles. Right. It's a Le Crusette. Yeah. yeah. I. Uh, what about, let's say, okay, an, another one. Red flag or deal breaker. You're mm. at you're a at, uh, girl's apartment and you admire her tea kettle. And she says from an she ex? She says it's from an ex. It's a, um, and it, it's from your her ex's ex. 
It's passed along. I, I would have zero thoughts. You wouldn't care? Wouldn't care. Not even like affected a little. Would you okay. care? I don't think I'd care. I'd think it was like a little weird. I guess it might make me think that they have friendly relationships with their ex and so on. I get, well, maybe the story to me relate, like I'm not even taking it. Leave it. I don't give a fuck. Even though it's an expensive kettle. Right. It. it I think if the story was, yeah, they brought it to me at the food court <laughs> And I took it from them. I would expect them to have a friendly relationship. Right. If they were like, I don't want to care. That's the thing. This is a huge fucking kettle. I, I mean, the picture looks heavy. Right. The only way it works to have this sort of like kettle running joke of sister of the traveling kettle um, <laughs> is if you just you brought you had it at your ex's place for some reason. Maybe you lived together. Maybe you mm. had it there. You just never picked it up. That's what, yeah, yeah, that's the only way this makes sense. I would understand someone going, it's so heavy. I don't want to go over there. I'm done. I don't want to walk it home. Right. Fuck it. <laughs> I'd rather go without the Lake Crusette. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not petty. It's more just stupidity. Right. Like, I don't think he did this to get you. It does seem like he did this to be like, he might have just wanted to like fun. get it out of his, I never use it. it takes up a lot of space. Get, you, kettles are big. You seem to like it. Right. I guess we're erring on the side of petty. Yeah, it's definitely more petty than prudent. Agreed. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Okay, I'll read the email. Okay. Dear J&J, thank you for keeping me laughing every week. Love you guys and the UA pod. I'll get right into it. Over 4th of July, I met a guy from the UK through hanging out with mutual friends. After texting for over a week, we went out for drinks and had a great time. So he asked me out again for the next week. Two days later, he called me on Friday and asked to take me to dinner. But we, we ended up hooking up that night. This turned into sex slash hanging out all Saturday night, Sunday morning, and cooking dinner Sunday night with him leaving in the morning too. We ended up fucking maybe eight or nine times throughout the weekend and have great chemistry. Let me just say something from a guy's point of view. Yeah. When women write in and say, we had an eight-hour date or we fucked eight or nine times throughout the weekend, 
I'm just saying on in general, mm -hmm. I'm going to generalize. Most guys go, we went on a date. <laughs> we fucked that weekend. We're barely married. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times is just, it's, it's not important to the severity of the okay. relationship. I'm just saying. But at now as a 38-year-old as man, do you not have the sense that if you spend an entire weekend with a woman, it could mean more to her? I don't know at this age. I could fuck eight or nine times. No. <laughs> just even spending that. Forget sex. Forget the sex no, part. No, You're it would be important. You know, you hang out Friday night and you don't leave until Sunday night. That's. To me, that would at be. At 38, I would, yeah. I would take that as a sign that someone was interested in me. I know it's crazy. There's a little interest. <laughs> I'm saying you're kind of saying it doesn't really mean that. It, it means we had a fun weekend. I'm just saying the importance. Okay. I, well, I, now, I mean, as after doing this podcast for over five years, mm. I definitely um, know now that nothing a man does ever means anything <laughs> ever. But um, past performance this, does not indicate future results. No, it's true. I've had a guy who spent the entire weekend with me who was not interested in dating me. Yeah, I <laughs> I have been that guy in someone like I, I've had that happen where. Right. I remember there was someone but, that I hooked up with and she was like, you basically moved in. Yeah, and I, I was like that. I, that's basically, that was, like, that was my thought. Right, yeah. we're having fun. <laughs> it was a fun, I, and I, looking back, I go, yeah, I guess that could, that, that could, you know, give a mixed message. Yeah, that's, to me, that's crazy. The idea that you could spend that much time with someone and not think that they thought that meant that you were very interested in them. <laughs> Here's the problem. We're all animals. This is what I, Would someone, you do that someone now? Rolled, no, I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't do it now. I've learned lessons, I think. Um, someone just rolled their eyes at me going, we're all animals. Like, this is my way of explaining how stupid this is. But it's like, if you plan on, if, if you still want to be hugged, you still want to be in that bed with someone, you still have needs and, and emotional needs and physical needs. And like the idea of like, it's Sunday, they're cool. We have a good time together. I guess, but like... I'm not thinking of the future. I'm just living in this moment. I, I, I'm, I, the more I say this, the more... Well, that's You know, hippy-dippy like, I sound, but I'm just saying, like, it does... I do see how it happens. I think that's sort of the definition of maturity, though, is when you're not just doing whatever you want to do at all right. times without thinking about what how it affects someone else. Fair. Right? Yes, this is this is called growing up. Yeah, I, right. I, I would agree with that. But I, I would say, like, yeah, I would hope that this... a thirty Me, 38... Right. Wouldn't do such a thing. Me 25. Ah, oh, we're hanging. We're gonna you wanna go to the you wanna go we're gonna go watch football. You wanna come? It's not we hung out for eight hours. Oh, oh yeah. no. To me it would one. be like I have a boyfriend now. <laughs> we had no, two look, sleepovers not, in a row. I'm not above it. I'm counting the hours in my calculations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just when I see this, we ended up fucking eight or nine times. That's that one part, fuck. That part also to me doesn't mean anything. The, the amount yeah. of time and like the the not the non-sexual part of it to me means more. I agree with that. Anyway, this isn't even her question. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, this sounds like the perfect weekend, except on Friday night, he told me he had just broken up with his girlfriend in the UK three weeks ago. They dated for four years. Well, here's another thing. When you meet a boy, a guy who's right out of a relationship, he acts as a boyfriend. Right. Would. That's kind of his default mode. Right. He's right. used to being a boyfriend. So like the I, he he's kind of do that's how he dates now. The way you know, he dates like a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. But in so, your mind it's like, oh, he can commit. Right. 
And so now he's just, this is what he does. He's a committer. He's going to commit to me next. Right. And, and it's, well, he's been here all weekend. He must like me. It's, it's a, yes, he likes you. He's comfortable with you. But also, that's how he dates. Right. Because he's used to a four-year relationship where you do stay with someone the whole weekend. Yeah. That, you know, you know, he's he's just, he's not an outdoor cat. That's true. This guy's a... He's too comfy. Yeah, he's an indoor cat. And also, he just might not know that, like you said, like you wouldn't know this at 25, that this is not proper dating etiquette. Right. After a certain age. Uh, and, and again, when you're right out of a relationship, you're not really in tune with the etiquette of dating, of like what your actions are saying. Right. And one would hope that, that you know, you're not playing into that card if you are in tune. Right. You can be, a, you, you know, blissfully naive. I, I, I think there's a mix of both. Um, okay. So he said that, that he had just broken up with his girlfriend in the UK three weeks ago. They did it for four years. And on Saturday night, he told me he wasn't looking for a relationship. And I told him <laughs> I'm fine with casual. And if something changes, I will let him know this isn't what I want. Okay. Okay. At this point, again, I think that like the situation has been made more clear. I think this is this is less fucked up than it was before I read the sentence. Right. Because Friday night, I was just out of a relationship. Right. Okay. That's before the eight or nine times of fucking. Yes. Saturday night. Hey, I just want to make sure you know. Not looking for anything when, serious. And also, when you say I just out of a relationship, I, I would assume he's kind of insinuating Hint, hint. Right. That would be my first sign for the file. Right. Thing to plant in the file. The second thing is like the right, he's he's very clear. Well, the second thing is him going, I hope she knows that when I said I just got out of a relationship, it was me being nicely saying hint, hint. Right. So then he goes, because with the timeline, it makes sense to go Saturday, go, hey, want to make sure we're on the same page. He's trying as, as hard as he as as hard as he comfortably can, right? You know, because it, it, in to me, what he's really saying is, I'm having fun fucking you and spending time with you. This won't be a relationship. That's yeah. To, that's kind of me re- also reading right. in between the lines. He said, "I'm not looking for a relationship." Right. Okay. But it took him till Saturday to say it. Right. Friday, he said it nicer. Well, he said it before he slept over on Saturday. Right. If I were her, after I hearing that, I might be like, maybe you should go home. Right. But again, I'm not blaming her, but I'm saying whatever. Anyway, and I told him I'm fine with casual. And if something changes, I'll let him know this isn't what I want. So she's saying she is looking for casual too. Okay. We'll take her at a word. He has talked about doing things like going to a concert together. It doesn't seem to mind our mutual friends knowing about us seeing each other. <laughs> the bar is very low. He's not trying to actively hide me. <laughs> and he, he tells his friends about me and constantly tells me I'm trouble for him. To me, that is a bad sign, no, actually. No, none of this is good. Your trouble to me is not like I no. He thinks I'm trouble and like special. I could see why it would be interpreted like that. No, he thinks you're trouble because he wants you're to keep fucking you. Get him in trouble with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep fucking you without your commitment, and right. it seems like you're gonna fall in love with me. Yeah, to me that's how I'm reading that. Yeah. Not as a positive sign. You're trouble. Oh, I am. Right. <laughs> I can like, see uh, why she'd be like he's being so flirty and cute. Right. But like to me, that's almost like he knows he's gonna. If this is going to end badly. Yeah. You're trouble because you're going to hate me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know it yet. Yeah. I am usually a very casual girl, but when I do like somebody, I like them a lot. And although I know it takes time to get ready to get to really know somebody, I'm enjoying spending time with him. What I'm struggling with is if I should even go down this road. Last summer, my dad got diagnosed with terminal cancer. And for the last few months, he hasn't been doing too well. The guy I met knows about this and has always said the right things when I talk about it. 
I'm feeling more and more like I could use somebody to take care of me a bit and support me as I go through all of this. Although I've wanted a relationship for a while and having him around all weekend was nice. I know that flings can turn into better things, but I also understand he told me exactly where he stands and that he's also experiencing change. I'm having fun with him for now, but worry about keeping it going me eventually wanting a relationship. I've cut guys off before because of the stress of rejection coupled with the family health issues without having a conversation and want to avoid repeating past mistakes. Should I end things now before I risk dealing with any strong feelings for him with everything going on with my dad? Or should I just keep having fun and take it a day at a time? Thanks for everything you do. Sincerely, to fuck or not to fuck. This is a tough one. And I'm very sorry about what's going on with her dad. And I understand what she's saying. Yeah. She's like... This was fun. I, I, I've heard what he wants. This right. is how I'm I've interpreted here. this correctly. Right. I, right. I get what he wants. I like my time with him. But I'm also sensing, it sounds like, like what she's saying is mm -hmm. I'm sensing I'm going to need someone who's there for me a little bit more. than And, and if I get disappointed by them, mm -hmm. I will feel a mess as opposed to like family and friends who I'll go to instead of them. Right, where there's you know, not, you're not as sense, you're not going to be sensitive to rejection in that right. case. And they are your family and friends; they're responsible for you in right. a certain way. Where he's basically saying, "I'm not responsible for you, but I'm here for you in good times." And then, you know, a relationship. Yeah. I mean, is he's not a monster if she's telling him he's not going to be like, oh, like he sounds like he's saying the right things. Well, yeah, what's yeah. he going to say? Right, you know. But I, but at the same time, I'm saying. She's basically like, okay, if this keeps going down the road where my dad keeps getting more and more sick, I'm going to want to like lean on someone. Lean on someone. Right. Yeah. And and you either lean on the person you're fucking and this person that you're spending a lot of time with or your friends and family. Right. And I see what she's trying to get ahead of. If I were her, I would um I would say that this exact thing to him and see how he responds. Yeah, I'm with you. Because I mean, I think that'll just help her one figure out what's going on a lot more clearly. And it sounds like he's been pretty clear about not wanting to be in a relationship. But I think if she says this to him, he, the stakes will now be higher and he will know that in terms of saying like, if I'm, this is not the person I should be casual with. Right. And you know what? She's, it's funny that she's like, she's totally okay with his rules that he's established. Right. But not okay with the ones she's already established too. She said, I'll let you know if things change. Right. Sounds it's like things have changed. Things have changed. Yeah. And even, and I think what she's confused by is she's like, well, they haven't changed. I don't want like a huge, I don't want to get married. She's doing the female thing. Well, I'm not looking to get, I don't want, you know, I don't need a, you know, someone to carry me around while I'm crying all day. No, you're just asking, hey, I'm going to need a little bit more from this considering what's going on in my life. Right. Need something more than casual. Right. right. I need I need you to kind of be there for me if we're going to keep this going. Right. And I and on, honestly, I don't even she might not even know what that means. I think and I also think if he's not um willing I think if he's not like willing to be more committed to her and right. make it less casual cuz he could I mean it's possible his feelings have changed. She's not going to know that unless she says that. Right. I think she needs to end it because she's going to be in a very emotionally fragile place, mm -hmm. right? And she doesn't need something else. Fucking with her head. Right. And and here's the thing. She's, the dial has turned up a little bit. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what she needs to let him know. Right. Because then if you don't let him know, now you, your dial keeps going up and he's still at the 
place you were. Right. And that's when you start to get fucked with. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think she yeah. just needs to say whatever she wrote in this email to, to us, to him. I'm trying to think of like what I would, what are the expectations, I guess? Like that's like, my thought is like, if someone said to me, hey, like my, you know, my dad is going through something. I'm looking to have a more consistent relationship. I guess like. Right. I guess I'm. I, I don't want, think I, I don't think I can be in a place where I'm casually dating. Right, and moment. and she says I've always wanted a relationship for a while. So like, it's yeah. okay to admit it's that. It's okay to. That's what I'm saying. I think it's okay to say like, you're not really looking for casual at this point in your life. Right. I. I. You know, it's funny because it's like she doesn't even need. You know, the dad thing is a part of this, but it's like you don't need a dying dad to want a relationship. Right. You know, like, and, yeah. and that's what it kind of sounds like. She's trying to rationalize mm -hmm. here. Well, I agreed to this thing, but now that my dad's passing, I need someone. And it's like, how about you just like him and you want someone in your life generally? Right. You know, like, yeah. I, I, don't, I think she's avoiding that a little bit. But I think maybe, each, but I, I see what you're saying. Like she's using it in some ways as a way to like facilitate maybe a conversation that she would feel uncomfortable having otherwise. And also to give her the confidence to have right. the conversation, as, yeah. as weird as that sounds. Yeah. But I do think there's no reason if that is something that's happening in your life and is causing you a lot of like mental strife, which it would for anyone to say that to the person. Right. Because I think a decent person will hear that. And if they know that they're not able to or willing to be that person for you, I think that would make them double think twice about doing things that might lead you to believe that this could go somewhere more serious. Yeah, the stakes are higher. Yeah. And and again, this is a... This I is wouldn't the be spending the weekend casually with someone who said that to see me. See it when I see it wouldn't yeah. be a really proper response. Right. I would feel bad spending a weekend with someone and then maybe not texting them right, right. away if, they, if this was what they were going through. Right. And if they had said to me, hey, I'm looking for something a little more serious than what we're doing right now. Right. Even, yeah, I agree. Even without the... Even without the thing going on with her dad, if she just said, this is more serious to me, I think you would think think more about it that way too. I guess a way to think about it is like, you know, the dad thing isn't the reason I want a relationship. It's the reason I'm realizing I want more than just cat. You know, like, I, I don't know. There's a way to like look at it where it's like. But I think it's also okay to say like, like because I'm going through this, I'm like a little bit more emotionally sensitive right, right now. Yeah. You're right. And I'm not really as open to like having to read all the signals because that's kind of what she's saying. Like it's kind of anxiety producing. And it is even if in a relationship where the some person doesn't even say I'm not I'm looking for something casual. It's a little anxiety inducing to be like constantly reading signs to see if someone is interested in you or not. Right. While also dealing with you know, that's what I'm saying. It could real put, life it, it put some additional yeah. stress on your body, on your right. on your brain. And if she can't this is another reason she can't really handle that anymore. Absolutely. Like usually there's some level of that in, in early dating with most people anyway. Right. There's some level of I'm not exactly sure exactly where they stand. And she has a right. She said, yeah. I'll let you know when things changed. Things have changed. Things have changed. People change. Things change. And we solved dating again. We did it. We did it. Uh, keep sending in your emails, UUP at Betches.com. Hit the reminder on Netflix, 37 and single. It comes out on Tuesday. Tuesday. Holy fucking shit. Two days from now. Oh, my God. This is going to be incredible. This thing comes out. By the time we record next, you will hear more about it. And that's <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You're going to hear all about the fallout. All about it. All right. And we'll be back next uh, on Wednesday. Bye. Bye.
The You Up Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales-Pico, Sean Kilby, and Candice Maniga. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico and Shannon Sassone. Social media by Candice Maniga. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.